You are listening to the Whatsoever 168 podcast with Jen Renault. Be nice and pass it along. Let the world hear the song you sing with your smile. Oh, be nice. Be kind. It is a beautiful afternoon and I have decided to record my first genisode that is a combination of gen slash episode and basically it's just a little musing on something that happened to me that I thought I would share with all of you. And so let me preface my little story that I wanted to share with you by saying that if you don't already know this about me, I am not the person you want to be with you if you were to get mugged and here's why. I'm not really that observant. And if you've ever gone out with me, if you've ever hung out with me, if you've ever seen any pictures of little Jen, then you know fashion is not something I'm into. And I really am not concerned with little details unless it's something I absolutely need to be concerned with. And so I say that to say this, that if you and I were hanging out together and we were to get mugged, I'm not the person you want to be with. I'm not observant. I don't really see things clearly. I'm just basically, when I'm with you, I'm taking in that time with you. And so if we were to get mugged and the cops came up later and said, all right, Jen, you know, what did you see? I I think my first answer might be, well, I don't know. I don't know what I saw. And well, how many were there? And I'd probably say, well, there are five. And they'd say, well, we know there weren't five, maybe between two and three. And all right, Jen, well, what color shirts were they wearing? Red. And they'd say, well, no, we we saw a little bit of fabric of black and any weapons. Oh yeah, they had a shank. No, no, Jen, we saw some bullet casing. So that actually is the truth. I'm not really that observant. So I wanted to share that little bit about me so that you understand this little story that happened to me. So about a week and a half ago, I was getting ready to go to mass. And as I'm getting the kids ready and kind of, you know, doing the mom thing, everybody hurry up, let's get out the door. And I was down one kid. One was going to mass with my friend. So I actually, there was just the four of us. But my husband comes out and he says to me, Jen, oh my goodness, I left my nice dress shoes in the wrestling room. My husband is a head wrestling coach for the local high school. And so he said, all right, we need to leave early. Let's go get them. So I, of course, speed up my getting ready process. And I reach into the back of my closet, I grab my shoes, and instead of putting them on, I threw them over by my great-grandma Goldie's chair. I go back, I'm doing my hair, and I come back out, I sit down, and my one daughter needed me, so as I'm sliding my shoes in, or pardon me, as I'm sliding my feet in my shoes, I'm helping her. So off we get into the car, off we go, we drive up to the high school. I wait in the car with my other two kids while my husband runs into his wrestling room, comes back out. We drive back down to church. I walk up in the doors. The greeters greet us. It's so lovely. And then I run into my buddy, Cindy, who happened to be on the most recent episode. Anyhow, Cindy and I are visiting. And then I go ahead. My family's already sitting down. I go in. I genuflect. I kneel. I pray. I sit. Mass begins. And I'm very excited. We have our our new young priest. I know the, the homily is going to be touching upon the gospel from Matthew chapter 5 about being salt and light. So I'm super excited. Mass gets going. Now it's time to sit. And let me just say this. We didn't just sit for the first reading. Oh no. It was not until the responsorial psalm that I realized when I looked down that I had on two completely different shoes. So keep in mind, this is 45 minutes later that I realized that I have on two completely different shoes. In my defense, they both were white. 
but they looked nothing alike and I will upload a picture of those shoes here in a little bit on social media. So it's 45 minutes later and now I am about to die not really paying attention, sorry Lord, to the responsorial psalm because I'm so fixated on how in the world did that happen? And then I realized, like, I walked into church and yeah, I had a little bit of a limp, but I didn't think anything of it because I thought I might have been sore from skiing the weekend earlier. And then I just started smirking because I thought, if I point this out to my husband, he's going to bust out laughing and it's going to be totally inappropriate. And so I had, if you saw me in church, I looked like I had the joy of the Lord in my heart and on my face. And I would like to believe that I, I do live, that I have the joy of the Lord on my heart and on my face, but I pretty much was smirking the entire mass and then and then I remembered that my mother was bringing a friend of mine that I have not seen from grade school so we're talking over 20 years I haven't seen this girl and I'm thinking oh my goodness of all the days of all the times ever not to have matching shoes that don't look anything alike other than the color it's with this young lady. And this girl that I went to school with, keep in mind that she always is very well dressed. She's a beautiful lady. And I thought, seriously, and she's kind of a, a bit of a fashionista and I so am not. And so I was about to die and then I just said, you know what, there's not much I can do. But I do know this, I didn't want anybody to see my feet. So what did I do? I tucked my shoes under my seat. And then when it was time to stand, because I'm short, I kind of leave the kneeler down anyhow. And so I tucked my feet underneath the kneeler. And then I sat again. And then it was time to kneel. So I kind of tucked my feet under the seat. And then it was time for communion. And I thought, all right, Lord, here we go. I hope I don't make anybody laugh. And so now we end with Mass. Nobody's pointed at me. Nobody's smirked with me. Mass is over. A mother for my uh, youth group. Uh, one of her daughters, uh, that mother came over to me, chatted with me, and then it's time to meet up and basically go face to face with my mom and my friend I haven't seen in 20 years and pretty much the rest of the congregation. So we're standing around after mass, we're chatting, and of all people, my mother starts looking at me and I thought, oh, here we go. And sure enough, my mother, who typically is not the most observant person, looks down and says, um, and I smirked and said, yep, that's right. Jen came here with non-matching shoes. And of course, everybody started dying laughing. So, and I have to laugh because you remember how I mentioned earlier that I'm not an observant person? Well, my mother is not really an observant person either. And so, of all people, my mother notices, which made me laugh all the more. And then it didn't help that my friend, who I haven't seen in, like I said, 20 years, points out, she's like, Jen, not only do they not match, she's like, one is a heel and one is a wedge. Well, seriously, I don't think I even know those terms, but I do now. And so anyhow, we continued our visit. I laughed. And then that really was the end of it because I am a little bit self-deprecating. And we had our visit. We went to brunch. I limped a little bit more and it was a little bit more noticeable. I smiled. I was embarrassed, but then I smiled again. And so I came home and very quickly took off my shoes, threw them back in the closet. And in my defense, I kind of color coordinate my shoes and they're way in the back in the closet was dark and I reached and I grabbed, but at least I had one right one and one left one. But at the end of the day, they didn't match. I did smile, but I have to say that I was a little bit embarrassed. So I shared all that to say this and not just to remind you, but also to remind myself that the same message 
that I'm sharing now is the same message, ironically, that I was going to be talking to my high school youth group that very same night. And the message is, where do we seek our affirmations? Do we seek our affirmations in our friends? Do we seek our affirmations in our family? Do we seek our affirmations in parishioners? Do we seek our affirmations in social media and all the likes and comments that we can get? Do we seek our affirmations in priests and our deacons, our laity, or do we seek our affirmations in God? And that's something that I think that we all need to ponder. And wearing these mismatched shoes reminded me that I need to ponder that a little bit further too. Because at the end of the day, those shoes were really small potatoes. It created a fantastic memory. We were all laughing. And when I saw my youngest daughter, who, by the way, is my little fashion queen, I had to laugh and I teased her. I was like, you know what? This is kind of your fault. Because if you were here and not having a sleepover, this would never have happened. You would have caught it and I would not have looked like the laughing stock. And so it's just a little bit of a joke with her. But the reality is though, yes, we did create great memories, but it was a time for me to pause and it was a time for me to reflect on where am I seeking affirmations? That being said, it got me to thinking and I found in the Bible, Galatians chapter one, verse 10. And this is what it said about that. Am I now currying favor with human beings or God? Or am I seeking to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a slave of Christ. And so sometimes when people hear the word slave, they forget. It's not really a slave in the context that we might have, you know, back in the 1800s. Are we doing the work of Christ? Because if we're more focused on Christ than we are of people, all of that other stuff will go away. The anxieties will go away. The worries will go away. We don't really want the laughter to go away. I mean, the joy of the Lord is what we all need in our heart. And sometimes we are the cause for that joy, whether intentional or not intentional. So it all comes down to, are we seeking our affirmations in people or are we seeking our affirmations in God? I know St. Francis de Sales said, anxiety is the greatest evil that can befall a soul except sin. God commands you to pray, but he forbids you to worry. He forbids you to worry. And yet worry is what we do. I was worrying as I sat in the pew, realizing that especially my friend I hadn't seen in 20 years, not to mention all the other parishioners who would see my mismatched shoes. But then I had to turn back and say, okay, Lord, at the end of the day, my eyes need to be on you and they need to be fixed on you. And so I just wanted to share that funny little story with you today on our first of hopefully many genocides that anxiety and affirmations, where is God in all of this? Where is God in my life? Where is God in your life? And how are we helping others when they're in moments like this? Do we make that moment more difficult or do we try to be Christ to that person? Just a little something to ponder today, my friends. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you enjoyed hearing about my little musing about my non-matching shoes. I encourage all of you to double check your feet before you slide them into whatever shoes you're putting on, wherever you're going, especially to mass. And I also encourage you if somebody does have mismatched shoes, which I actually did work with a woman many years ago, a middle school teacher who very often very often would come in with, at least my shoes were white. Hers didn't even match. They were red and blue. So try to be kind to those people. I actually had a little bit of fun 
at my own expense, I texted a, a lady who's now a friend of mine, but I mentored her back in middle school and I sent her a text. I said, I have now reached Mrs. So-and-so's shoe status. I didn't need to say another word. She texted back and said, oh my goodness. So back to you guys. Seek Christ first and the rest will all fall into place. Will it be easy? Nope. It's not always going to be something as simple as white shoes, heels versus wedges. But if we're seeking him and we surround ourselves with people who are seeking him, it's going to be a lot easier to walk with him. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this first genisode. If you have not already subscribed to the podcast, please do so whatsoever 168. We are on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. You can hit us up on gmail at whatsoever 168 podcast we're also on facebook and on instagram and my website should be going live very soon i look forward to hearing from you guys i always enjoy your feedback and i thank you very much for listening in have a great day everybody and god bless so be nice because it's just too much